So I, I ask sometimes questions and I ask this question with some regularity. And so I hope you're coming up with kind of a, a list of answers to the question, why did Jesus come? And he tells us one of the reasons today. He says, he says, let us go to the nearby villages that I may preach there also for this purpose I have come. And so he comes to, to proclaim the good news. He is in himself the way and the truth and the life, but he also comes to teach and to preach. And so we have that teaching and preaching uh, saved for us in the gospels. And we also hear Jesus say at another place in this ministry, when he's establishing the church and the apostles, he says, those who hear you, hear me. Those who reject you, reject me. And, uh, and so there is this preaching component that is absolutely essential to the ministry and the mission of the church. This is the reason I have come. And he's going around to the villages proclaiming the truth. And when he proclaims the truth, what happens? There's healing. There's the driving away of the demons and the demons of, of every imaginable sort. And we have plenty of demons in our world today that really need to be exercised by the power of the, of the gospel that's been given to us, hasn't it? You're all supposed to say, yes, Father Mike, yes, yes. Eli and Samuel and the power of the word. So we have to back up just a little bit. And, and it's, a, it's a beautiful reading that we have today. And, and as I was at the Adoration Chapel earlier today, this morning, praying, and I, I was thinking about this reading. And, uh, and so we have Eli. We don't know Eli unless you know, unless you've studied the Bible and studied the book of Samuel and got some, you know, you don't, who is Eli? You know, Eli was the priest in the temple there. He had two sons, Hophni and Phinehas. Hophni and Phinehas were not good men. They were horrible. They were horrible. They used their place as priests in the temple to, to do all kinds of terrible things. They manipulated their power and their position and Eli didn't do anything about it. Eli was a, 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 a failure. And when Samuel is brought to the temple, we hear this. During the time that young Samuel was brought to minister to the Lord under Eli, a revelation from the Lord was uncommon and vision infrequent. Because Eli wasn't paying attention. And so here's Samuel, again, the child of Hannah's prayer, right? The child of Hannah's prayer, Samuel was brought to the temple, and now God is going to speak to Samuel. Now Eli does give Samuel some good advice. Over and over again, Samuel's not sure what he's hearing, and Eli says, well, that's the Lord. And he teaches us this beautiful prayer this morning, right? And what is the beautiful prayer he teaches us? 
Speak, Lord, your servant is listening. And so I was trying to exercise that prayer today. Speak, Lord, your servant is listening. There's another prayer of the Bible, Psalm 64, the way it's translated in the Liturgy of the Hours goes, Lord, listen to me complain, you know? <laughs> so I'm going back and forth between Lord, listen to me complain and speak, Lord, your servant is listening. That seems to be a challenge in my dialogue, right? Lord, listen to me complain and speak, Lord, your servant is listening. But today, I was particularly attuned to speak, Lord, your servant is listening. And as I often do, I want to go back and see in a little more context the reading that we have this morning. And I'm remembering about Eli and Hophni and Phinehas and Eli's failures. And there's a little, there's a, immediately after this passage that was read a moment ago, when, he, when Samuel prays, speak, Lord, your servant is listening, what was revealed to him? When Samuel started to listen, God spoke to him. And what did he speak? He said, tell Eli what a miserable failure he is. Not an easy message, huh? Tell Eli what a miserable, that, that, I'm paraphrasing. And Samuel did. Speak, Lord, your servant is listening, right? And then we might be given a commission to speak a, a challenging message. It's got to be spoken in charity, though. And so, my brothers and sisters in Christ, this really should, when we go before the Blessed Sacrament, when we spend some time in silence, this really should be one of our go-to prayers. This, this should be part of our, I would say, I hope every day part of our spiritual life. Speak, Lord, your servants listen. Right? And, and, and then, God willing, if, if, we are, if we are more in the make of Samuel, a revelation may be given. For Eli, there was none. Because he ignored what he was being encouraged to do. So, yes, I, of course, I do say Listen to me complain, Lord, as far too often as part of my prayer. But, and I, and that's okay. That's, that's one of the Psalms. God understands. We need to get it off our chest, so to speak. But we also need to pray. Speak, Lord, your servant is listening. And pray for the courage and the charity of, of Samuel.